Hi, everyone. Welcome to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church in South Bend, Indiana. And we're glad that you've joined us today. My name is John Renus, and with me today, as usual, is Pastor Ben, Tara, Missy, and Pastor Jim. And of course, we are glad to have you. If you're on the go, thanks for listening. If you happen to have a minute to sit, you may want to open your Bibles or your Bible app to today's passage, which is Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 through 14. That's Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 through 14. And before we read that, Missy, would you open us in prayer? Sure. Dear Lord, again, we thank you that we can meet together and share over your word. We thank you for your word and what it means to each of us and to our listening group also, dear Lord. We just all praise you and thank you that we have your word available that we can study. In thy name we pray. Amen. 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 Colossians chapter 1, beginning at verse 9. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you and asking God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and may please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience, and joyfully giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Today, just like in Paul's day, we are praying for you, just like he was praying for the Colossians. And we want to encourage you today to let you know that wherever you're at, whatever you're going through today, we as a church staff are praying for you. And so as we discuss this passage today, I'm curious, have any of you ever had someone who faithfully prayed for you in your life? Any names come to mind? A saint who lifted you before the Lord? We had a uh, 94-year-old lady at our previous church who uh, would faithfully pray for us. And she would say, oh, you were, she'd give me a call and say, you're just on my mind. I was praying for you. And a lot of times she did that. Right at times I was at, you know, a real need of prayer and God had told her to pray for me. She prayed faithfully and uh, God was able to work things out in those situations that were somewhat difficult. I have been very blessed with uh, two parents who pray for me often. Um, they, they pray for me so faithfully with me and then even without me. Um, they've fasted and prayed for my brother and I throughout our whole lives. And um, that's been a huge blessing my whole life. That's cool. My mom and my aunt pray for me like clockwork. So um, I always know that they're doing that. My parents, of course, prayed for me faithfully. And um, once they met Jim Bear, they started praying faithfully to him for him. And I think that's probably the reason he's in the ministry today, because my dad's prayers got through. <laughs> I remember when I was a teenager uh, in my church growing up in Michigan, and uh, one of the saints in the church, Verena, she would pray for the youth, and she would often tell us and come to us, you know, I'm praying for you. We'd, 
even when we went off to college, we'd come home on summer break or Christmas break, and she would say, I'm praying for you. And then as uh, I grew up and uh, got married and moved away, um, my mom would still send messages, say, I saw Vereen at church today. She wants you to know she's praying for you. And I think it's a blessing when God's people know that the saints are praying for them and lifting them up in prayer. And so right now, uh, we continue to have social isolation as we deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. How can we be praying for people right now? Just a general question. Any thoughts? Things that we can ask God for in people's lives? Well, we're not able to meet together as uh, a corporate body, but we can still uh, bear fruit. And that's what Paul says. And he said, all the world, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing just as it has been among you. And so he knew, he knew that not only is it growing around the world, but it's growing among in this group, this, this church in Colossae. And so he says, and for that reason, since the day I've heard from you, I've not stopped praying. He's praying that that continues to work. And I think we can do that too. We can continue to pray for people that, um, they're, that they're continue to bearing fruit and growing in the truth. I've also been burdened for people that are shut up in nursing homes or assisted care units that can't have visitors. And so they've really been a burden to me and I've been lifting them up in prayer. I know one of the burdens you've carried, Missy, is for the people that we know and minister to who they don't have the technology to get this podcast. They don't have the technology to watch a live stream on Sunday. And they have been, they're more isolated, you might say, than, than others just because they don't have the digital connection that some people have been able to have. Right. So you know, I think I pray that people get connected. Um to more resources that grow their faith um, during this time. I've been blessed um, on several accounts to like come across like some YouTube sermons or, um, you know, questions that I've been exploring. And I would say God's kind of convicting me and saying, you know, this is a good time for you to think about some of the things you just took for granted because you didn't slow down long enough to learn more about them. And so, I would just pray that people get connected to good sources of uh, teaching, good sources of conviction that God can use through the many different forms of streaming. I think, was it you, Pastor John, who said something about people um, are like streaming things eight hours a day? Eight hours uh, a day, according to the New York Post. Yeah, according to New York Post. So, you know, people are being exposed to a lot of things. and. God can use that, I think, to really convict us and to grow us and change us and shape us. Just the way they're getting exposed to this wonderful podcast by the lovely people who are putting it on. <laughs> you know, you mentioned that, and um, then you make me think of a, a similar area where we've been kind of blessed and encouraged as a family by exposing our kids to some, some media outlets that typically aren't available. Um, so my kids love to listen to Adventures in Odyssey, uh, put out by Focus on the Family, and they offered a multi-week free trial of all their episodes. So my kids have listened to dozens and dozens of episodes of that, and uh, they have fun doing it, but at the same time, often there's lessons weaved into that 
and um, they hear stories about how godliness and faithfulness is ultimately um, honored by God. And uh, another thing is uh, another media company re- offered free streaming of a movie that came out two years ago, Pilgrim's Progress, an a- animated movie. And it's not for little kids because the, the devil and the demons are pretty scary in that, but it exposed my kids to a classic work of literature. They probably wouldn't read the book, um, Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, but um, it's a book that for centuries was considered the most influential book outside of the Bible um, in the world. And so uh, they got to kind of see the storyline in animated form two weeks ago. And so we were able to do that for free. And so I think there are some neat things that ministries are even putting out there for, um, for families to, to partake of and for them to grow in their faith and to learn. So that's kind of a rabbit trail, but one that intrigued me. So thanks for letting me share. As you look at this passage, is there anything here that Paul prays about in people's lives? They say, man, we should pray for that. It maybe it won't typically be on our prayer list, but maybe we should add this item to our prayer list. I don't know if it's a rabbit trail, but just kind of what we just all talked about was, you know, he prays that God would fill people or fill his, um, Paul would fill Paul's listeners with the knowledge of his will through all wisdom and understanding that the, that the spirit gives, you know, that praying that they would have knowledge of his will and wisdom and, you know, I think there's places we can get that right now um, through all different, like I said, different sorts of media means that are really help us learn and make discerning decisions for Jesus. Also praise for great endurance and patience and power um, because they lived in difficult times. I mean, they were surrounded by, they were dictated by the Roman Empire. and uh, And so they needed to, it was, it was would have been tough for them being surrounded by all these different uh, fake gods. And I think it's different. It, and there's a lot of fake gods in our world today too, that uh, we need to have freedom from. And that knowledge that we talked about, that Ben talked about moves into wisdom, which is a step beyond knowledge and then understanding you know, understanding not only what God's word says, but understanding what, what they're to do with it. And so I think that that's some things that Paul addresses here in his prayer for the Colossians. One thing that jumps out to me is I think it can be so easy for us to pray for um, health and happiness and safety. But in verse 10, it says that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way. And how much more wonderful is that? Um, and I think a lot of times we forget to, to pray for that, for people to live a life, um, that is worthy of the Lord and that pleases him. And then to add on to that, it says about joyfully give thanks to the father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the kingdom of light. So not only are we growing in the understanding, but we should be joyful and give thanks to the father that we are qualified to be accepted. Yeah. And, you know, to, to jump in on that, you know, a lot of the early, you know, a lot of the early Christians saw not like Tara says, happiness and well-being as being a mark of, of Christian faith, but also enduring under suffering and persecution. Uh, difficulty 
and that idea of suffering for the Lord and being found worthy of him. Um, you know, that's, I think that's one thing we oftentimes don't think of that, you know, Jesus came and suffered and we pray that those that we love, um, when they suffer, they do it in a worthy manner that points to Christ. And we carry a lot of things in our wallets that uh, qualify us to do this, qualify us to drive a car, qualify us to go into certain places, qualify us to do all sorts of things. But this this qualification that we have here is not something we carry in our wallet, it's something we carry in our person, in our, in our countenance, in our attitudes, and in the way we act and react. You know, that's... Um, Paul wanted to make this one these one of these people to be shining lights in a dark world, and I think God still wants us to be shining lights in a dark world. That's the qualification we have: the way we act, react, speak. Well, and what we want people to realize today is that Paul was praying for the Colossians, and we want to encourage you, our listeners. We're praying for you, and we're praying that you will live a life worthy of the calling you've received through endurance and patience and joy that your light will shine in the world. And we picked this passage because Missy knew a little background to this passage. Maybe we'll wrap up with that. Missy, what, what's the story that you've heard behind this? Yes, um, I have a women's devotional Bible. And this section that we've just read was the reason Michael W. Smith and his wife Debbie wrote uh, friends are friends forever for they had a f- person in their Bible study who was moving away and they wrote it very quickly and using this passage as the basis. And of course they had no idea it would be sung at weddings and graduations. And it was even sung at our um, son's funeral by his prairie camp friends. So it's very special to us. Friends are friends forever. Yeah, we may be apart but we can pray for each other. And so be encouraged today. We're praying for you and we hope that you're praying for us. God bless.